date night. It is date night. Not sure we need a musical intro, but okay. I like the intro. Okay, okay. It brings me happiness to sing the date night theme tune. Let's, let's maybe, no, that's not what it really is, is it? It's just me singing date night. Uh, that's the word I'm looking for, but I can't think what it is. Jingle. <laughs> Jingle. Yeah, that's, that's all it. I get. Yeah. Anyway, it's date night. Okay, and it's your choice. It is. Oh, that was a slap of the thigh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it is my choice. Yeah. So it, it, so it is. So it is. So I've had a bit of a rough week. Anyone who's listened to the main show this week the will main know. Show. The main show. Um, will know that it's been a bit of a week. So tonight, I really want like a comfort film. Okay. I want a film from days of old. It's probably not that old. Now I'm thinking about it. Okay. A film from days of old. I want a film that has beautiful vistas, a little bit of crime, two protagonists fighting against each other. I would not watch Prince of Thieves that way. No, we're not watching Robin Hood. <laughs> okay. Second, oh, I suppose it would be like Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it does not, have crime in it. I'm yeah. thinking that, yeah. Yeah. Does it have the waves coming in? You you haven't mentioned any waves. Oh, have I not said the no. say beautiful vistas? vistas? Yeah. Right. Okay. Wait. Add waves in. Okay. Waves in. I mean, well, technically there are because that's what I'm thinking, there are. when he lands at the cliffs of Dover, yeah. then goes up to Sycamore Gap. To, yeah. Suddenly to, to get to Nottingham. Yeah. Suddenly from Dover to Hadrian's Wall. Yeah. In five minutes. Yeah. So see two men fighting it out, but also being friends. Crime, and also I'm going to throw in. One of the actors is in a film that comes out this week. Oh, right. Okay. Has has it had a very substandard remake? An awful remake. I've not seen the remake, but yeah. yeah, Okay, I'm with you. you. Do you want to say it? Is it Point Break? It is Point Break. It is comfort film. Yeah, I just I just want something that I've seen. I have seen this. Is this okay? And I know, I know that you have. Yeah. But it's. I think you've seen it. Like you've seen it a long, long time ago, haven't you? Because I've I've tested this out. I've tested the waters recently to ask you about this. Okay. Oh. Okay. I, I and don't you don't that, you don't remember yeah, it. Yeah. I know. But you said like ages ago, and you don't really remember it. I remember. So so tell you what I remember. Mm. I remember. Um, so it's Patrick Swayze and Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah. And Gary Boosie. Yes. Well done. Okay. Is one of them called Brody or Neely. Brody or Brody. Which is is Brody Jaws. Brody is Jaws. Right. Brody okay. is Point Break. I wanted to call the bo- one of the boys Bodie. Uh, uh, like at the point we found out that they were they were coming. Vita. Um, <laughs> and Masks of President. Yes. Which I'm hoping that this time round I'm gonna understand who they are because I've never got them before. But now we've watched so many quiz shows that involve the presidents, and we've had to learn them. I mean, we've had to learn them, not really. I've had to learn them because you know them already. But now I feel I might know more about them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I know it's not the usual. You haven't seen it. It's not sort of a film that you would sit down to watch. But I think there's been enough time, and I could just do with. A bit of point break in my life this well, weekend. I'm, I'm excited. So is this is this Catherine Bigler? Mm, it is. Okay. Yeah. Who uh, did Hurt Locker? Hurt Locker. Did she do another? Well, did she, she did do another film? But I'm sure she did something that was quite odd for her. I can't remember anything else that she's she's done. Hurt Locker was the only thing that came to mind. 
Zero Dark Thirty and... No, that's what I'm thinking of. No, I don't know what I'm thinking of. Apparently, I'm just making stuff up. So, Excellent. Uh, oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's been a bit of a week. So hopefully this will be a bit of a throwback. See what you remember. See yep. what you think of it. <clears throat> it is a film that's really, really close to my heart. And I don't really understand why. But it might it might be the Patrick Swayze thing and Keanu being Keanu before he got into the Matrix. I've never really been a fan of Patrick Swayze. Okay. Is your love for him mostly through Dirty Dancing? Kind of. Um, I, and, and this, this probably a little bit more so than Dirty Dancing. And then I really liked him, even though, spoiler alert for Donnie Darko, he's playing a paedophile in Donnie Darko. But I really like him in that because it's so against type. Like, he's totally playing against type. So I've, I've not seen Donnie Darko for a long, long time. Um, but I kind of think he's playing... In that, I imagine him playing kind of like Tom Cruise in Magnolia yeah, which is another film I've not seen but yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah I mean I'd love to stick Magnolia on but it's like hours hours and hours that film and I can't really cope with that at the moment but yeah <laughs> this is only like one hour 55 or something like that when I looked it up before I was like, it's un- just under two hours so okay. it's a nice film for for date night but yeah see what you think and we'll uh, we'll come back and find out cool The ultimate rush is nothing that comes close to it. Not even sex. We are the ex-presidents. It's total commitment. It's a real thin line between life and death. And not a cook. It's not tragic to die doing what you love. If you want the ultimate, you gotta be willing to pay the ultimate price. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, and please don't forget to vote. You want to nail the bank robbers and be a big hero? Definitely. The ex-presidents are surfers. You're trying to tell me the FBI is going to pay me to learn to surf? Fear causes hesitation. Hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. He'll take you to the edge. Past it. It's gonna be a great day, Johnny. Think taxpayers would like it, Utah, if they knew that they were paying a federal agent to surf and pick up girls? Babes. Big one. The correct term is babes, sir. Adios, amigo! Pure adrenaline. Does either one of you have anything even remotely interesting to tell me? Caught my first tube this morning, sir. And we're back. (laughs) And I had totally forgotten how much I love that film. (laughs) That is such a good film. I'm like thinking now that it's probably in my top ten. Oh, that's I think it's a good film. <laughs> but dot dot dot. I have reservations about certain oh, there's, things. There's all sorts of reservations in there. But yeah. I just 
I've loved that. I've just really taken a great deal of comfort from it. Anyway, spoilers for Point Break, 1991, Keanu Reeves, Patrick Stewart, Laurie Petty. Patrick Stewart, is it? Patrick Oh, Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I don't know why I feel the need to like give a cast list as well. An incorrect um, cast list. I'd love Patrick Stewart in there. <laughs> Can you imagine? Patrick Stewart as Bodie. <laughs> See him, sir. Bet you could, though. Bet you could. Patrick Stewart can do anything. No, he can't. Yeah, he can. Can't grow hair. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Bet he could once upon a time, he could. Yes, he could. And yes. then also, you know, can I just point out? Well, we can smell our own. It's fine. It's... <laughs> I don't claim to do anything. Right, come on then. What should we start with? So what's your history with this film? Well, I... I... I can't. I was trying to think about this while I was watching it. I can't remember when I first saw it. I definitely didn't see it in the pictures. I would have only been ten. It is a cult classic, and I think as time has gone on, probably in my twenties, yeah, I suspect that I saw this whilst um, being in a room full of men. Because that's the, 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 the don't look at me like that. <laughs> that's the feeling I get is that like I lived with a lot of blokes when I was younger. Yeah. I hung around with a lot of blokes at university. I had a lot of male friends, so mm. I get the feeling. If memory is gone now, because I'm so old, but I get the feeling that I probably saw this through blokes that I knew really loving it and then me watching it without any sort of knowledge of the fact that Catherine Bigelow directed it or the background to it so yeah it, it was definitely in my 20s I, I recall all of us sort of throwing the lines at each other <laughs> and like quarterback punk and all of that sort of stuff coming in and like, there was a lot of that going on at the at the time so I think that's probably where I've where I've picked it up from and then I re- I come back to it quite a lot Okay. I love the themes, but we'll get on to that in a minute. So, yeah. So, I I must have seen this on TV probably mid to early 90s. And the one thing I remember about it was Sega Power magazine. Wow. Um, Did, a like, a book that came with it of, like, the top Sega games. Like, the top 100 Mega Drive games of all time. And just f- clearly for a joke... Um, just as one of like maybe like number forty-seven, they put Point Break, <laughs> just the film directed by Catherine Bigelow. Yeah, it was that sort of magazine. Okay, <laughs> quite surreal, <laughs> surreal at times. But yeah, and I remember, and that's why it's, that just sticks in my mind ever since. Um, yeah, so I've I've probably seen bits of it in between mm-hmm. time. I might have even seen it since then, but it's been sort of a good ten. 15, 20 years since I've ever seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know of your prattling on about it uh, quite Thanks a bit. For that. Yeah, um, wanting to call out our child, Brody. Uh, Brody. Not Brody. Yeah, not Brody. But I wanted to call Brody as well because it's Jaws. Brody Brody. Yeah, Brody Brody Gregerson. <laughs> Lovely. I'd go back in time and do that. <laughs> I think he'd be definitely called BB. Um... BB Gregerson. <laughs> Don't think it's quite work. But anyway. Yeah. I think this is a really, really good, strong film. Clearly, a lot. I don't know whether it's different, whether it's, it's. I mean, it's obviously not probably the first police person goes undercover in a in a family of things, but clearly it's influenced um, Fast and the Furious, for example. Yeah. If I was pushed, 
I think I'd say I preferred The Fast and the Furious. Okay. But I think this is a, I think this is a better film. Mm, don't you think that it's got incredibly good action scenes? For its time as well, this is the very early 90s, I felt that it was really well directed and I'd forgotten how much action there was in it. So I think the, the two skydiving scenes are excellent. Um, I think that the car chase and foot chase of Johnny Utah and Bodie are top draw. Um, certainly for early 90s where sort of uh, I think he's well no you're probably in this must have come out about the same time as Terminator 2 so mm, which yeah, kind of raised the bar yeah. for action sequences yes. but this would have been made in a world before that yeah came out I guess what I loved about um, the scenes where uh, Keanu is chasing after Walsh Wazy yeah I was like Patrick <laughs> get the right one um it's all handheld, so you are going through the yeah. houses with them, you're mm. following them over gates, uh, you're jumping over things with them, and then you're landing with them, so it's down on the ground, and then it's up high again. So you really get that sense of momentum going with you. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of um, Extraction, which we Extraction. watch. Yeah. Oh, Extraction, yeah, yeah. sorry, the Netflix film. <laughs> yeah, the other which is obviously yeah. done as a one-shot, or a perceived one-shot anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, I really, really, yeah, I think it's a really, really good action sequence, and I, Swayze and Reeves shine. Okay. Can we talk about Keanu Reeves? <laughs> no, we got we got to that bit already. Yes, I was I was going to keep going on all the action I loved. Go up. Okay, let's talk about um, let's talk about Keanu. So I think Keanu Reeves is good seventy five percent of the time. It's that point where he gets angry and needs to do an emotive performance, and he is just Ted yes. Theodore. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Theodore. Oh, come on, oh, we know this. Willis we Preston know this. Willis Preston and Ted Theodore. Ted Theodore Logan. That's Thank it. you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, I thought we were losing our touch there. <laughs> Heavens above. Yeah. We had a table at our wedding that was named after uh, <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted. Anyway, yes, I totally agree with you. Mm. I think he's very much at the beginning of trying to work out here, I think, where he wants to be as an actor. Yeah. By the time he gets to the Matrix, he knows he needs to do this very steel-like performance mm. that the, there's not really much room for him doing a um, relaxed performance there. Yeah. He's got his character and, he, and he's there and he's Neo. By the time he gets to Speed, it's like mm. that. I've I, not I, seen Speed. How have you never seen Speed? I don't know. But I've not seen it. I suspect I'll be seeing it in the future. Yeah, in the future. Yeah. But I'd really like to see it, to see where the progression comes from. Because mm. I think in this... And he is, he's, he's meant to be... He's meant to be taken on board by this uh, by this team. Yeah. It's what we used to call... I think it's quite a problematic term now, but it's what they used to call going native in research terms. Yes. So when people went to see... Um, various tribes or various cultures, they would get so involved in them that they um, would forget that they were researchers and they'd become part of that that culture. Of course. Um, so it's it's the same here, isn't it? It's b- going in as an undercover officer, but actually being taken by the spirituality, being almost like a cult. You know, really, really being. Um, moved personally by the things that you're seeing and forgetting yes. that you are this moral force that's meant to be looking at these people through the eyes of the law. And so he is meant to, you're meant to see this transition where he becomes more like a surfer and he turns up a couple of weeks in and he's got his tan, he's got his surfboard and his glasses on. Mm. So there is a bit of the 
Ted coming out of him because he is doing that bra sort of, you know, radical dude sort of thing. But because we've seen him in Bill and Ted and because his acting's not that great, (laughs) it just clashes, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I, I totally agree. And some lines... The really good lines. I love the dialogue in this film. I think it's witty. I think it's snappy. There are really fun scenes with John C. McGinley, um, who plays his like police captain, there, head yeah, of the Perry FBI. Cox. Yeah, head of the the FBI unit he's in. Do you know who Perry Cox is? No, I'm I'm nodding my head, but I don't understand. Okay, he's the authority figure in Scrubs. Yes, yes, I've never seen Scrubs, but I know that he's in it and yes. he's loud and shouty, and he's loud and shouty in this yeah. as well. I mean, he's the same character. Yeah, yeah, okay. sort of a slight bullying uh, seniority figure. But the lines are really snappy. That you know, when he walks in and he's saying, uh, um, "John C. McGinley says he wants um, do you, you know we don't drink, we don't smoke, and we look after ourselves." And Keanu says, "I take the skin off chicken." You yeah. know, and then, and then five minutes later, he grabs a donut. <laughs> And he's yeah. like munching it in John C. McGinley's face. So I love that sort of thing about it. And those scenes like that, you kind of go, oh, yeah, he's really playing the quarterback punk. He's the young lad in from Quantico. He's the blue flame. In he comes. Nobody really wants him there. And everyone wants to take him down a peg. Yeah. But then we have moments where, like, he's the romantic scenes with Laurie Petty, the things where he's really angry. Yeah, those very emotive scenes, I agree. He Mm. doesn't quite carry them off. Absolutely. Um, So, Laurie Petty. Yes. My mind's a little bit blown by this. Yeah, because you asked me about Laurie Petty the other day. Yeah, why did you mention her? Um, So, with... (laughs) Very convoluted answer. I was trying to think how I could make this because I knew this would come up. Yeah. And how I would summarise this on the podcast. But so we watch a programme called Pointless, which is a TV quiz show for anyone who's not listening in the UK or people who are listening in the UK that don't watch the amount of quiz shows that me and Mark watch. Yes. So on Pointless, the final one of the final questions was you had to name people from Orange is the New Black. Yeah. And so you were shouting out like Laura Preppen and Taylor Schilling and things yeah. like that. And I shouted out Laurie Petty and you were like, who's that? And then I was really worried because I felt that I'd spoil Orange is the New Black because I don't think you've got to the bit where she arrives in. No. So I 100% have. Right. She starts in, I think she appeared in, I think I've since found out she appeared in one episode in season two, but she makes a big oh, entrance in season three. Right. I've spent the entire season going, she's got a really odd charisma and the camera sort of lingers on it. And I'm like, I feel I should know who she is. It's the eyes. But never actually looked her up. And I think probably if I did, I probably saw Tank Girl yeah. and thought, oh, do I know from that? No. Um, yeah. But yes. Is it just Tank Girl and this? and oh, and A League of Her Own? Oh, League God. of Their Own? Not A League of Her Own. Yeah. A League of Their Own, she's in that as well. With I James think... Corden and Jamie Redknapp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's in that as well. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she's Gina Davis's sister in A League of Their Own. Oh. I could be completely wrong, but I've just pulled that out of the depths of my mind. Okay. What did you think of Flory Petty in this? I think she's good. I think I think she's got the same charisma that she has in Orange is New Black. Um, I think she's... I suspect she's someone who has had issues in real life. Just purely from Tank Girl, as much as anything. Mm. I think uh, something rings a bell there. Mm. Um, but clearly she's still working, and yep. fair play to, like, you know, she's, I think she must be in Orange is the New Black for a little while. Mm. Um, she, she looks very different. I mean, 
everyone looks very different. This is 1991. Yeah. But she does. She Keanu does, doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, apart from him, that's what I'm thinking. Everyone looks different. Um, what, you, what do you think about Patrick? Because we haven't talked about Patrick. We've done Keanu, we've done Laurie Petty, but Patrick is is the main the main guy. Is he? He's not really the main guy. Keanu Reeves is the main guy. Yeah, yeah, but he he's the person that we're all looking at, aren't we? He's he's the central force. He's the leader of the gang. Okay, I think I don't really know Patrick Swayze for much. Mm. I know him for Ghost, which I've probably not seen in thirty mm. years. I know him for Dirty Dancing, which I only saw sort of maybe fifteen years ago for the first time, and Roadhouse. Which they reference in this. That can't be a reference to it the is, film. It is. Why it, would they reference? Oh, come on. It's just for fun, isn't it? They say he's got the Patrick's Roadhouse. But surely come that must on. be something in LA. I'm looking at Come it. on. Surely that must be something in LA. I right? thought it was just like an in-joke. No, of course Patrick's it can't be. Patrick's Roadhouse. Like, Patrick Swayze was in Roadhouse? I just thought it was like a fun little Easter egg. No, it's a, it's a, it's a famous diner in... Oh. It's a famous diner so when in... when was Roadhouse? Roadhouse was late 80s. Okay. But come on, they must realise the reference. Um, I like to think of it as an Easter egg. So it's a, it's a world famous diner. Oh, okay. In Santa Monica, which I've is where this is I've never known that before. Set. I've just gone, ooh, oh, oh, a little they bit of a... Of course they would do that. Like, that, that, would, be, that would be a minor star <laughs> on that. It's like when... Um, it's like in Ocean's Twelve where they reference Julia Roberts' character looking like Julia Roberts, and yeah, yeah, no, I'm glad they didn't do that. I think he's incredibly charismatic. I think he has, he's got a real movement about him, which is why he was so good in Dirty Dancing. Mm. He's a beautiful mover, and he's so different to the other surfers. When even when when he's surfing, um, you, you can you can you can see there's like a lyrical sort of quality about him but more so when he's in the air when they're jumping out of the aeroplanes everyone else is jumping with their arms and legs sort of flying away he goes into this very balletic pose and he has this zen like quality that Bodhi is meant to have and I just really enjoy his Bodhi okay Um, yeah I, I totally agree with you I think he I think this would live or die by his performance because Keanu isn't (laughs) <laughs> it, 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 it isn't I think they work well way. together actually I think they really work well together in that uh, Patrick Swayze is such an old hand mm. he knows that character you can see he's really into it um, he's not playing it for laughs you, there's a Bodhi's such an interesting he's almost like an anti-hero I suppose because we we like him. We we like the way that he lives. Mm. He's free. He's on. He's in the waves. He's got this big house party. He seems to be someone who doesn't. Although they're robbing banks, he doesn't seem to care for material things. And that he's like, you know, you any take anything you like. My what's mine is yours. And he has this this sense of freedom about him. But at the same time, you get bored if you met him, though, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. I mean, I'd listen to him around the campfire a bit and I'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, he speaks the truth. And then after a while, I'd be like, yeah, I'm a bit sick of that. Now. No, you wouldn't. If he was, if someone like that was on Pointless, <laughs> we'd be like, oh, hope he loses. Out first round. But he is, he's this conflicted character because he says, I don't, you know, I don't like violence. And mm. he is, you know, very much putting this, um, this Zen-like performance in. But, of course... 
he is violent. Yes, he, <laughs> he is very shoots violent. And kills people. He shoots and kills people. Mm. He gets someone to um, kidnap his ex girlfriend. Yeah, and you know, it, and hold a knife to her throat. You know, he he kicks. Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That was a turn up for the bugs. Yeah. <laughs> As one of the sort of bad surfers on the beach. <laughs> um, we took a while to work out that it was actually Anthony Kiedis. So we had to work all the way through the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. Like, it is not Flea. <laughs> it is not John Frusciante. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talking about terrible performances, poor Anthony. I mean... He doesn't have a lot to do. Yeah, but exactly. And his face is right. And then, yeah, we're going to kick this punk or some (laughs) words to that effect. Um, Yeah, I was not impressed by that. It did feel a little bit like Flea popping up in Back to the Future. I think Flea's fine in Back to the Future. Yeah. Older Flea's quite good. I like him in Back to the Future too when when he's older and he's Marty's boss. Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I prefer him in that. But anyway, um, so... Yeah, I really love Patrick's Patrick's performance. And when I watched the remake... Did you actually watch that? Yeah, I did. And it is awful. I mean, it is awful on so many different levels. The direction, the storyline, everything about it. And whilst the guy who played Bodie, whose name totally escapes me right now, I thought he was a really good actor. It it just just wasn't Bodie. He just didn't bring anything to the party he could have been anyone it could have been any one of the ex-presidents why was it made was there like, ever a reason no idea no idea whatsoever there's no need to remake it like you say you've got other franchises that follow the same pattern you've got fast and the furious you've got all the undercover um films that are out there where somebody goes in and they get taken on board mm. by the team that they're meant to be catching Okay, oh, so it's Edgar Ramirez. That's it, yeah. Good, who played good actor. Gianni Versace in the death of Gianni yeah, Versace? Good actor. So I don't know what happened on that because I thought, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be really. It's going to be. It's going to be a, a good body, but a different body. You know, that's fine. Yeah. There's room for different interpretations of that character, but I I could not cope with that film. I nearly switched it off halfway through. But yeah, got to the end and just felt like this should not have been made. I mm. th- there seemed to be some editing issues. I wonder if it had had a problematic production. Okay, um, it so the surfing scenes. Mm. It didn't look like it was Patrick Swayze. It was quite obviously not Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves at certain points. At certain points, but what I read in sort of like building up for tonight's podcast, what I read was that um, fifty five um, scenes of surfing that was the real patrick or that's a terrible grammar but (laughs) like patrick is it's really patrick in 55 of the of the shots and they're all the ones of him carrying (laughs) his board out of the sea going that was apparently he said that he'd never had a stunt double in any of his films like car chase and things like that and he wanted to he'd been out before but he wanted to do quite a lot of the scenes think the one at the beginning, the big one at the beginning where we're introduced to Bodie, you can clearly tell that's yes. that's not him. I think if it was now, they would be sort of like putting his face on the front of the person who actually was surfing. Uh, but for, for quite a few of them, I think you can see that it is Keanu, apparently Keanu Reeves had never been out before and Laurie Petty had never been in the sea. Uh, so yeah, okay. interesting. Okay. But yeah, I'd much prefer that they use... People who could actually... I mean, mm. what a skill and a talent. There's not many people who can do it to that 
that level. Much prefer they use people like that who look like them rather than them doing a, a slightly competent job and us thinking, well, these are meant to be brilliant surfers. Okay, yeah. that, that, that's fair enough. Um, so I've always thought this was a huge critical darling, this film. But when I've looked at it, it made absolutely no impact on any of the awards. Yeah. It's It's got one award listed. <laughs> yeah, I on, know which um, one it is. <laughs> <laughs> on, on IMDb. I'd forgotten these awards actually existed. And it was the MTV uh, Film and TV Awards where it won Most Desirable Male. Most Keanu, Desirable Male. Keanu Reeves beating. Oh. Oh, do you know who he beat? No, 91. Yeah. It's not going to be like Edward Furlong or something ridiculous like that for Terminator. No, no, no. But Linda Hamilton won uh, for Terminator 2, most desirable female. Really? That's odd. Well, Mm. I like Linda in that. So, if I tell you the person, do you want to guess the film? Yeah, go on. Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh. Oh, it's not that one where he's a twin. Yeah, it's Double Impact. Oh, no. Great. Yeah. (laughs) Christine Slater? Oh, oh, it's 91. It's 91. It's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. It's not. Oh. Is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves 91, though? Yeah, it will have been, yeah, but, yeah. Well, it's not Heathers? Heathers is too early. It's Cuffs. Oh, I'd forgotten about that. Cuffs with a capital K. Um, So, also nominated, Kevin Mm. Costner. In the 35th mention of Robin Hood, (laughs) Prince of Thieves in every podcast. And also, Patrick Swayze. <gasps> Excellent. It also got a nomination for Best Action Sequence. Good. Uh, for the second jump from the plane. Mm. Um, it w- was also nominated with a Helicopter Blade Sequence from The Last Boy Scout. I've not seen The Last Boy Scout. I have years Is that ago. Bruce Willis? It's Bruce Willis and one of the Wyans. Oh, okay. Damon Wyans, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, I remember the opening scene of that really well and nothing else. Uh, the roof scene in the hardware. The what? The, the hardware? Yeah, me neither. Okay. Oh, let's click on that. It, oh, it's Michael J. Fox and James Woods. Oh, God. God. Oh, that's not God. a film that's no. stood the test of time. No. Um, the burning building struck Escape Through the Old Tunnel in Backdraft. Right, fair enough. And the winner was the LA Freeway scene in mm. Terminator 2. Which mm-hmm. Yeah, fair sense. enough. Yeah. yeah. It really reminded me, just going back to the action, I know it's in LA, so I'm always going to think of this, but it really reminded me of Michael Mann's Heat. Clearly, it is not Michael Mann's Heat. Like, Michael Mann's Heat is a world away from this, but it's not too much of a world away, because it really... I don't know whether it's the shots of downtown LA... Well, it's the fact that every single LA film (laughs) has the sort of uh, concrete riverbed uh, going through it, as well as every um, Grand Theft Auto game that... But it's, in it's also the bankruptcy as well. It's I think it just it just really reminded me of he and maybe that's why I like it. I like you know it reminds me of like LA. It reminds me of the bank robbery. You know I, I like the idea of bank robbers. I don't know why. And I I love the idea of the gangs to get this really tight gang. Although having said that, when you you when you watch Heat, you get a real sense that Neil played by. Um, Oh, why can't I not remember? Robert De Niro. So Robert De Niro's character, he's built this team involving Val Kilmer, my other favourite. 
So he's built his little team up and he gets a, you get a real sense that this team is a really tight team. They all know each other. They all go out with each other's partners. They know mm. each other's children. And when naturally people die in the course of the film, you get a real sense that there's a, um, there's a loss there to yeah. the team. You don't get this at all in this film. When people die... It's like they're dead and they're left there and nobody really mourns them. Oh, I'm not really sure about that. Okay. I think that sort of in the last scene where the guy is... Um, I don't know any of the other mm. characters that's not Bodie's name. Mm-hmm. Um, when the guy is shot during the bank robbery, I feel that that tears Bodie. Oh, to... he's quite a young... Yeah. The young guy with the bobbed hair. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what his name is either. Um, and also the guy at the um, the guy during the shootout who's like yeah who um, Gary Boosie shoots Gary Boosie's character gets no sort of payoff which yeah. is I, I agree with you there we um, haven't really talked about Gary Boosie <laughs> so I'm I don't like Gary Boosie no, I don't like Gary Boosie either, but the only reason I don't like Gary Boosie... I really Boosie hope it's the same reason. ...is because Biff... Yes! That's the exact same reason. Oh, my God. So, for anyone who doesn't know, we'll, we'll put the link in yeah. to the show notes. For anyone who doesn't know, there is an amazing video of the guy who plays Biff Tannen. Who, again, whose name escapes me. But the guy who plays Biff Michael Tannen... Thomas? No. 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 <laughs> yeah. Look it up while I'm talking. Yeah. So anyway, so we, we so we can actually credit him properly. So Biff Tannen, he's actually he does like a lot of stand up and Thomas uh, F. Wilson. That's it. <laughs> Get on to Michael C. Yeah, Thomas F. Um. Yeah. So Thomas F. Wilson, he did a like a, a show once where mm. he um sang a little song. Yeah. About all the things that people say to him, and most of most of the time it's people saying. Um, what's Michael J. Fox like? So he's like, you know, and he does it in this like really, really like this lovely little thing with his guitar. Yeah. And then he goes through all the other things that sort of people ask him, including um, who's the nicest guy? Who's the nicest guy? Adam Sandler. Yeah. Who's the biggest asshole? Gary Boosie. And yeah, that is exactly it. And I've never, Aaron, who knows? I've never met Gary Boosie. I don't know what he's like. But I have heard behind the scenes that he is a difficult man to work with. Okay. But I do like him in this. I do like Pappas. I think he, I think he plays it very well. Um, for some reason, in my head before I watched it, I thought he was one of the gang. Right, okay. So when he t- rocked up at the beginning, I was like, oh, I wonder if that's going to be a twist. But no, no, I've just misremembered it. I'm really pleased that what they didn't do with this is that they, uh, he kind of comes around to Keanu Reeves pretty quickly. Mm. And I would hate it if we were sort of halfway through the film waiting for this turn. Yeah. He still treats him like really, with really funny. You know, mm. he's like, he's always sort of undermining him and he's shouting, he calls him a kid a lot. Mm. But yeah, I like that they sort of they had their little moment at they the beginning and they get, they get early. past it. Yeah. So then they can work together as a team and they mm. make a really good team. But you're right, when Gary Boosie dies, and this is may- maybe the fault of Keanu Reeves here, when Gary Boosie goes, Keanu looks a little bit angry and then that's it. Never mentioned again, never yeah. referenced. Yes. The ending, I, I think I've got issues with as well. That's the ending's really interesting. You Tell me what you think about it. So... I was hoping... So, 
when he was because I don't remember the ending at all. Mm. So it's, it's like a coda, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it's a yeah, it's like a postscript. Yeah. Mm. He um, Gary Boosie. No, no, no. No, he's dead. Yeah. Bodie makes a reference earlier on that there's this 50-year storm that's going to take place in Australia in a certain beach. And so Johnny Utah goes to find him there when he's been on the run, says I've been chasing you round. I really like that bit. Can I just say that? Like we, I know it's exposition, but he gives this little story like, I followed you to Fiji and I was a winner. Then I had a week behind you and I found a piece of meat in like... Baha that was this guy called Rosie who was the one who was keeping mm. Laurie Petty like kidnapped her and yeah I just really like that it's again it's a dialogue been tough for him wasn't it to go to Fiji <laughs> and uh, like, yeah, and all I the surf the spots Martra, and yeah. the, so he's like telling you but yeah I really like that you know I nearly caught you in this and I was just 24 hours behind you and I, I just really like that it's very I really like the way it's presented I kind of wanted them to go off as a I, I didn't want it to be a sting. I didn't mm. want it to be the police to run in and everything like you that. You just wanted Johnny to have found him. Yeah. And Almost yeah. a little bit Shawshank Redemption at the mm-hmm. end. Um, and then and then when he lets him go so that he can ride the wave and then he, then he throws his FBI badge away. I'm like, nah, done without it. But it needs to end somehow. And... Yeah, you do, You know, should you end it just, you know, off they go mm. into the distance. I'd have, like, into the I'd have liked them both to go into the waves and we yeah, don't, yeah. and that's some and ambiguity know. whether he's going to mm. arrest him or not. Mm. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, maybe if they both were like, if he came with his surfboard yeah. rather than in his double denim, yeah. which Keanu turns up in at the end, mm. in the rain, that's going to get heavy. Um, but yeah, the idea of them going off together and, and not knowing what the outcome would be. When I watched this when I was younger, I always used to like to think about it that Bodie like hadn't died, but I think you're meant to think that he he cannot possibly survive these waves, even though he's like a terrible man. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think that's what you're meant to think. I don't mm. think that's necessarily the truth. If he's that experienced a surfer. I, I don't think it's inevitable that he's going to die. Because you do see, like, he's not riding the wave. So you do see mm. him, like, fall within the wave and the wave yeah. crash down on top of him in this sort of, like, how do you ever survive that? But I do like to think about it as... People survive yeah. a lot more than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, mm. I I always take it with a bit of ambiguity. But I don't think you're meant to... Am- yeah. you know. and his body just washes yeah, off yeah, when, yeah. with him, like, yeah. semi-conscious and gets arrested. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, it's the whole idea of Johnny, like, throwing his FBI thing, you know, and, and also saying in a terrible voice, he's never coming back. Yeah. Uh, but throwing his FBI badge away, like, he's like, he's done now. He's going to go go off and surf with Laurie Petty. Because mm. he surfs every day, you know, when... Patrick asks him, he says, still surfing? No mention of Laurie Petty, though. No, no mention of Laurie Petty. She runs over in her pants and her negligee. Yeah, I mean, the interesting thing about this is that it's often been said as the best female gaze action film out there. And yet, the women in this film are very short-changed. Now, that might not be a direction issue, that might be a writing issue, but there are two girls that are nameless that are in the house that... Pappas and Keanu storm when yeah. they think that this other gang are the other the, the bad guys. Mm. One is in her underwear and the other one is naked. And actually she ends up being in the shot quite a lot because the naked girl is firing a gun. So she's she's all over the sh- I mean you can see everything, everything's, you know, in, in camera yeah. and she's like shooting this gun. So you don't think it's she really have to I know she was in the shower when they burst in but she really have to be naked and then Laurie Petty ends up being unclothed quite a lot there is a quite a, a like 
a very male gaze shot at the beginning when she's getting changed on the beach and Keanu's got his binoculars out and he's watching her. And so she's like taking a, doing that thing where you put one element of clothes over you to take mm. another element of clothes off. So you're like putting a top on to then take your bra off underneath. You're putting a towel around you to take your pants off to put your other pants back. Do you know that sort of thing? So you're And you're following the pants going up her leg and you're following the pants going down her leg. I didn't feel that was male gaze, but mm. I'm not the authority on that, I guess. So, I just yeah. felt, it just felt, diff- it felt interesting coming mm. from a, a female director. Mm. But, you know... One of the things that people do say is that um, you get lots of shots of the men on the surfboard. There's a lot of bum shots. Um, you probably didn't notice this. I didn't notice Yeah, this. there's a lot of shots of um, men's bums glistening with the... Because um, they're all wearing the... Um, what's it called? Wetsuits. So there's, there's a lot of bum um, going along in this. And actually, there's a bare bottom as well, because one of the ex-presidents gets his bum out... For, uh, for the camera. I mean, you can see what he had for breakfast, you can can't you? can absolutely see what he had for <laughs> breakfast there. So, yeah. And so I think a lot of people looked at it as actually her eyes were more on the men in the film than they were on the on the women. But mm. having said that, I didn't feel that was the case. But yeah, interesting to, to look at it from, from that perspective. So would you class this as a five-star film? Uh, no, I wouldn't. I think there were still, there were things wrong with it. I find the treatment of women in it problematic but it's top 10 i yeah yeah but a lot of my top 10s are like like marie antoinette is one of my favorite films of all time oh no but rank them on how you and, enjoy them rather than how good yeah, they well, are yeah this is well i enjoy it five stars but i know that a lot of my top 10 films are not good films i know they're not good films yeah, but I, mean, I love them they have there's a films that i like rank heart. two stars that i know are good films yeah. but just caught me at the wrong time or whatever. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't... See, when I give a star rating, I don't give it out of enjoyment. I, I give it as quality, like you would in a like a film magazine. So I find your question really difficult to answer because, of course, all my top tens are five stars for me in a personal, I love them. But, that, but, but that's not, not how... <laughs> sorry to go back to this. Mm. That's not how you rated Inside Out. You rated Inside Out on how you felt at the time of watching it. But that's what we said that we would do for Date Night. At well, the that's, what, of that's Night, what we're doing now, sir. Right. So is it a five star? Yeah, kind of. Four and a half. Four and a half for the issues that I have with it. Top ten, but yes, yes. So, so, so there's only I mean. nine possible five star films in the world. Okay, that's uh. That's you no. Do you know exactly what I mean? No, I, I think you. I think you've got two different standards here. Well, that might be true, Mark. But okay. I don't really go in for the whole star rating, and I'm not the one that's got the spreadsheet. Just saying. I don't have a spreadsheet. You do. You do have a spreadsheet of films. Not a star ratings. Okay, good. I'm pleased. I think it's a four star film. Okay, lovely. Mm. I'm not going to go into that anymore because you'll pull me up on my star rating. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it though. Yeah. Was it yeah. a good date night film? Oh, I think so. Yeah, I think definitely. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a really fun film. I think... I mean, this is standard me. I think there's a little bit... I think there's a lot of there's a lot of prep before we actually get to the action and I think that could be sort of trimmed a little bit if if I had my way like just about sort of three quarters of an hour we're still sort of dicking about on a beach and things like that but funny enough so I felt like so the other way which was I felt that there were maybe a few too many shots of them skydiving a few too many shots of them on the surf 
So it's interesting that we've looked at it from a different perspective. You're a little bit country. <laughs> I'm a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, that's it. I don't know the tune. Neither do I. As you can probably tell by that, but at least we're not made a suit for that. So yeah, good good date night choice. Yay, yay, yay. for me and good date night choice. Well done. Thank you. Come back next week for speed. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the case. But I love, I mean, you know I love an action, um, a 90s action piece. It is absolutely my thing. Like Air Force One, Patriot Games, all of that sort of stuff. This is why I'm so shocked that you've never seen Speed. I know, I don't know why. I've never seen Air Force One. Oh, okay. (laughs) There we go. Ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's wrap it up because we've been going for a wee while now. Yeah, and I've got the cricket paused to uh, watch the end of the match. I know. (laughs) They need 56 from 38 balls, apparently. Yes. Wow. I've had to turn off the notifications on my phone just so I don't get spoiled. (laughs) Don't get spoiled. Yeah. Okay, um, thanks very much everyone. We'll wrap it thanks up for there. Listening thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. See you next date night. Hey, who's the nicest famous guy you know? Adam Sandler. Who is the biggest jerk? Gary Busey. How much money do you make more than you do? So stop asking me the question. Thanks a lot, everybody.